Hello, dear listeners, and thank you so much for all the beautiful and encouraging messages after last week's very vulnerable episode about my my own story and why I started this podcast and my private practice on tantric sex and relationship coaching. It was um, it was a very raw and vulnerable share for sure, and I did debate for a long time with myself whether I should publish it or not. But in many ways, I'm quite glad that I did. If I have been able to go through trauma and that of sexual trauma and heal through pleasure, so can you. I think all these stories are very important to share so that people can feel more open to the possibilities of healing and and reclaiming your own true sexual beingness and and become more integrated, if you like. Authentic pleasure is very much the way to release negativity from your body and mind and restore that sense of beauty and love and goodness in your body. It also helps you to grow exponentially as a person. And to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, it's a rather fun way to de- develop spiritually as well. I mean, I do like meditation, but sometimes it's backbreaking stuff and my mind, my monkey mind doesn't really quieten. So pleasure is a, is a quite good alternative. I, I tell you that. And on my pleasure quest, I'm actually teaching that as well. So if you're interested, have a have a look at that. But before we dive into today's episode properly, I'd like to do a shout out. Ciao Italia! It's exciting to see more of you finding this podcast, considering that I don't speak more than ciao in Italian. So thank you for being here. Today is a very special, a bit like a coaching style episode. If you've been with me for a longer time, you might remember that there are two other coaching style episodes. One with Amanda, who very early on started to, she she came on the show and asked questions from her friends about sex and sexuality. And that was actually quite challenging, but I think it was a good fun episode. I, I really, really liked it. And it's always nice to have somebody else um, in front of me in a way, even if it's through the airway so that I can, I can really respond and connect with, with a real person. And, uh, also Eliquity came later on in the show to ask for, for her friends about communication issues that a, a, a couple that she knew, knows, uh, were facing about their relationships, about their relationship. Sorry. So, this is an opportunity, just as a reminder, to have about 30 minutes with me for free, uh, to have to be coached or to ask questions, anything. Either you can be anonymous or if, if you want to share your first name or your full name, you're very welcome to. It's, it's up to you. And you can ask me anything about sex, love and relationships. And, um, or you can be coached if you want to do it for yourself. Or you can ask for for your friend. So today, I have a quest, a quest, guest, Francie, a fellow podcaster that I had the honor to be a guest of some, I don't know, six months ago, about the time when I was uh, launching my own podcast. 
And I'll put the link in the um, in the show notes for that episode if you want to go and listen how she <laughs> she uh, asked me a lots of uh, interesting questions. And I, I kind of, it also was part of me getting uh, more courage, gaining more courage to actually talk about sex publicly in some other people's podcasts, but also then starting this one properly. So Francie came to share her own sexual healing process uh, with me. We recorded this a little bit earlier and she wanted to understand how to reconnect with her sexuality after she grew up in a culture with, with, a, with a completely wrong message about sex and what, what does it mean for a woman in Puerto Rico. So a very, very brave lady indeed. So I hope you enjoy this episode, but I do, again, give you a little bit of a trigger warning because it, it is a story about sexual um, trauma. And I hope it's also a good example of how somebody has, through help of others, learned to thrive in her own sex and sexuality and how she's still, in many ways, work in progress like we all are and uh, and it kind of gives an understanding that we are not we're not perfect in in uh, we're not driving for perfection we're driving for for good life to that authenticity to that healing to that integration to that place where we know how we can reconnect with our own body and our own sexuality in a in a way that feels good to us so my name is Anne Bland, your tantric sex and relationship coach and the host of this open and honest, explicit podcast called Tantric Sex for Lovers and Others. Today, I'm not going to be on my own. I finally have somebody who wants to come on the show with me and talk about something that is so dear and so important to them. And I'm really, really happy to welcome is it Francie? Can I say Francie or Franceline? How do I how do I pronounce your name? I've forgotten. I go, I go by Francie. Francie, that's what I that's what I remember because <laughs> we've met before on your show, and uh, and it was uh, it was quite a quite an interesting show, wasn't it? You know, on that particular episode, because I think you shared something that you were surprised afterwards. That oh, why did I have to share that to everybody? Nobody knew about that. Um, about you, and and then you kind of felt well. Okay, let's go out with it. So, would you like to do? You, do you feel like sharing a little bit about what what I'm talking about here? Because I know you said that you were, but if you've changed your mind, it's also okay. No, you're fine. Uh, yeah, I think I got too comfortable talking to you <laughs> on my interview <laughs> on my podcast that I said too much. But uh, yeah, no, I have always had the wrong message when it comes to uh, sex. So mm -hmm. like I got the wrong message at nine years old when I was introduced to porn and then at 14 getting married so, and wow. then suffering trauma from my biological father in like late teens, early 20s. So I definitely have like the wrong message because he made sure as my biological father that he would teach me about sex, but it was just the wrong message. Right. I need to take a few breaths there. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's 
it's it's a lot to take in, isn't it? I am a lot. <laughs> and I have gone through a lot. But I welcome that. I really want to welcome all of you and every everything of you. I don't yeah. think you can be too much of you. The whole thing about this podcast is about being more of you, not less of you. Just let's embrace everything about you and really be okay with that. It's other people who might have problem. It's their problem. They yeah. might have something else that they need to work through. And I really, I really want to honor you and and really welcome you from the bottom of my heart to this show as a such a brave person to to come and share what what you now know that was wrong that you felt that wasn't right for you at that very early age and i think younger and younger children nowadays are exposed to porn far too soon far too early and far too rough kind of porn and that's a one thing but also getting married when you're 14 my goodness that is a, that is a big story there and then as you shared about your father's so i really want to want to honor your healing because i i know i remember when we spoke on your show uh, that you've done a lot of healing and coming to terms with that and wanting to move forward. Thank you. And that was like, the conversation was so interesting because I was just at the beginning of getting comfortable about talking because I'm still, I was still wasn't there. This is like six months that we have talked. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been a long journey where I'm like into my self-love that has helped me a lot to love myself and accept myself and then just be like okay that is part of my story it's not like part of me now like yeah. it was part of me then but not now so now yeah. it's more of like the connection because like I said I have had the wrong message and it's been more of like how to please the guy you know <laughs> that sex is just about pleasing the guy or, um, yeah, pretty much that's the only thing that I have had because even with my biological father, like his training was on how to become a better wife and that, that wasn't his job. Right. So he was teaching you how to become a better wife. Yes. Right. And it involved being sexually, you know, in, in service for your husband. It, it, it took a while, but it, we crossed that line too. So now it's more of like learning how that could be an amazing experience and not just to feel like pressured of like if I have to do it because that's another thing like um, in my culture, well, not, I don't want to say in my culture, but like in the Latin culture, we got yeah. the novelas, the stories, and it's always about the man. <laughs> it's just learning that I have some pleasure too. I'm, Absolutely. I, <laughs> yeah, I have yeah. some things that I need to take care of too. So that's what I, I'm in the journey now on how I can turn it for myself. And even outside of the bedroom, like I have a thing with uh, my throat chakra mm -hmm. where like it's hold because um, as kids, we're not supposed to talk before adult and things like that. Like when adults are speaking, children are supposed to be quiet so I carry that into adulthood. So now you add that with sex, it's all like, 
ah, so I'm trying to have a voice too in and outside of sex. <laughs> yeah, and and especially in the sex, it's quite vulnerable, isn't it, to actually first of yeah. all become aware what your needs and desires are, and what your concerns and worries are, and then to be able to to voice them. It's uh, it's very vulnerable. It can be very very vulnerable, and then also at, as you say outside outside world what how do you how do you express yourself in a in a world which has been mainly designed for men mm -hmm. and uh and your your place is to to be of service and be as quiet as possible so celebrate that you're here now and sharing your your story because it starts sounding that it's going to be a beautiful story Uh, well, now, oh my God, after all the therapy, mentorship, you know, because it, ha it has been really hard. Um, it took me, I think it was like a year with my mentor before I even talked about my trauma. And then all that work, well, now I'm like trying to help others out there because I know that sadly my family is not the only family that have gone through it. And I want to make sure that I always say that it's my biological side of the family because I have two other families with alcoholics, men that are alcoholics, and they do not cross that line whatsoever. I was not introduced to that world where grownups touch little kids or family members touch other family members till I got into my biological side of the family. And so now I want to be out there like helping other women more, more in the mental health facility, mm -hmm. because I am so experienced on anxiety and depression and anxiety. I, I mean, bipolar and codependency. So things like that that I want to share my story on what was because of trauma and what is because of my mental health diagnosis, because it's different things. And that's the thing that when you're, you're not healing, when you're not doing the work, you don't know that something is because you was born with it or something is because you got hurt. Mm. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> no, I got I I get you totally because more more women actually voice their own stories and share consciously what's happened to them and how they've overcome things and how they are starting the healing process and starting the self-pleasure process and 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 gaining their own pleasure, you know, re reclaiming I, I I should say. The more there is a collective consciousness both, you know, in all sexes actually, all genders because people start realizing that actually uh-uh that's not what we do. This is not okay. And it's it's something that I feel passionately about that we need to learn the negative thinking and not try to bypass with positive thinking that oh it's okay you know we you know we we can I can still do this and I can still find enjoyment for, from that or whatever but it's it's kind of having the ability to say no that's enough mm -hmm. you know we don't do that to kids we don't we don't do that we don't touch them in this way they don't need to be introduced to adult sex when they are six or nine or whatever. They don't need to get married at 14. You know, there's these Definitely kind of things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's something that really, and more people voice these kind of things, more we start gaining collective consciousness to really understand that, okay, so what we're going to do about this? How are we going to go about this? 
And I'm really interested in your experience, how you have really gone about learning about your own self-pleasure and finding the pleasure that is really for you and and not for anybody else. With my last uh, mentor, she tried with food, as simple as starting pleasure with food, getting the pleasure outside of the bedroom to understand pleasure inside of the bedroom. And that was different for me because for me, pleasure was just having an orgasm. Like if you didn't have an orgasm, there was no pleasure, there was no nothing. And she was like, oh my gosh, you're missing the point. (laughs) You know, not every time because quickies happen and you might not get an orgasm, but it might have been pleasurable. (laughs) So yeah, so now playing around with pleasure is very interesting inside and outside. Because like now, like I know, I don't know. I mean, it's tantric sex. so I'm pretty sure that I'm okay to say the parts without being, I'm a dork anyways. Uh, Like rubbing my own boobs, like giving them a massage. (laughs) No, sorry, I'm just such a dork No, 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 don't, 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 don't. You know, this is an open and honest podcast. You know, this is explicit. (laughs) You are allowed to say and show up as any way you want. You're very welcome. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So like, I know that, you know, the, there's very sensitive and I will love like to be rubbed especially on like my private parts and things like that so it's like now being to my partner uh one of my partners to be like hey you know your hand can slide over here slide his hand like I would never do that before yeah because it was all about him so I had to just go straight to the blowjob and straight to the sex Now it's more of like, oh, no, we can do other stuff, you know, and now I'm even getting comfortable with talking yeah. because once again, uh, the throat chakra being on hold, I wasn't able to like do the dirty talking and then my religious belief and my cultural beliefs, you know, how I was raised, I couldn't do it. But now I'm playing with it and be like, oh, yeah, you touched my butt so nice or something like that. And like, I'm getting more comfortable. So it's like very different from like a few years ago <laughs> to be and this, it's all to happened be here. in just a few years. It's a, it's a really amazing thing because... You really need to kind of, if you like, teach your nervous system to be okay Mm -hmm. with these new experiences that for so long you've learned not to be safe because it's not for a woman to have pleasure. It's not for you to say what you really want. And this is the way today I want my breasts to be touched. I mean, they, they Mm -hmm. change because of the hormones, because of the cycle. So, so, so you really need to kind of, oh, today I really, you know, right now I'd like you to touch me like this way. And, and, you know, oh, actually today it's, it's, it's better if you do it that way. So it's just really understanding your needs first and then how you want to be touched. Mm -hmm. How do you want to use your if you like tantric holistic sex tools like breathing and like mo- how do you want to be moving and and how how can you use your sounding because often as you say with the throat chakra it's it's it can be so liberating if you can really vocalize your pleasure or if the pleasure brings up any i don't know if this ever has happened to you but has the um have you ever experienced that pleasure brings up some some anger or some grief, you know, like like deep seated sadness or or laughter. Oh, or... I used to be super triggered 
during sex before. Uh, because of the stuff that I lived with my biological father, it was really hard that uh, anything could bring me back to that season. And then, like, I will still do it just because I was imprinted that, you yeah. know, you have to take care of the man. But inside, it was like I was dying inside for doing that as I was triggered so not to be triggered and say, oh my gosh, I, I can't even remember the last time that I was triggered <laughs> during sex. It's like, wow, that's that's a huge change because I wasn't able to enjoy it as much. I was just doing it as an obligation. I'm really, really uh, sorry to hear that. And I can really feel that there's been a lot of pain in that. And but yeah, celebrations that you can't even remember when that happens. But also, I suppose one of the things I'd like to um, also share that there is a once the healing starts happening and you are with somebody that you feel comfortable with opening up and really going through the the kind of healing process with pleasure, it can it can kind because your body. I think we we talked about this before. Your body keeps the score. Oh yeah. So so it's definitely remembers, you know, some pain points that it might have been that there's too early penetration, too much penetration, too fast. And when you have somebody that you're making love with or who's pleasuring you, and they they are actually taking you into consideration and respecting and loving you, having that space holding ability. The, that there there can be some released emotions happening, and that's okay. It doesn't mean that you're triggered necessarily. It's just that there is healing happening through pleasure, and because the female body, the clitoris, has been designed for pleasure solely. You know, that's that's its only function is actually to have pleasure. You know, ten thousand nerve endings. Hello, you know. So there is there is that kind of. Um, ability in in female uh, bodies to grow through pleasure to heal through pleasure to really have that self development and even spiritual growth through pleasure and i think that's that's always good to 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 allow anything that needs to happen i mean i'm 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 a sexual trauma survivor as well and there is the uh the healing is happening still but the the sometimes you know they can be all of a sudden tears and i don't know why yeah. and it's it's okay or sometimes i can feel like i can't stop laughing you know because it's just so hilarious for some reason and it kind of why, why are you laughing that's just really bizarre but it's like kind of the pleasure is so nice all of a sudden that there is a, you know an opportunity to have so much my body has so much pleasure in it that it's it just becomes so wow you know, this is just mind-blowingly funny because there's been so much numbness before. Mm -hmm. And and I think it's just that kind of waves after waves to kind of learn that whatever comes up, it's okay. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And it's bringing the connection back to your body because Indeed. I didn't know how disconnected I was because of that sexual trauma with my body. Because once you're going through it, and I, if anybody can relate, like I sent them a hug because it's not easy. Yeah. And I, as a therapist explained it to me, and for my season, it was like uh, 
military person going into war, doing what they had to do to survive war, but then they come back to civilian life, are they that person? Are there their murders or something like that? Or was it that just the season that they were in that they had to do what they had to do? Same as me. So yes. for me to survive that season, I just had to detach from the whole situation that I was living with my biological father. So it took me years to first of all, understand that I was disconnected of my body and then trying to bring that connection back. And once you start learning self-soothing, that's just a simple hug. Just bring back that attention of like, oh, this is not so bad. So now I can actually, when I'm doing sexual things, I can actually be in the room and not feel like, you know, it's something that I have to do or anything like that. I can enjoy that soft kiss that soft touch you know <laughs> yeah and it's it's you're you're absolutely right the five senses that's a very important part of bringing you back into your body and into the present moment it's trauma we we dissociate and we just leave our body in a way and and just disconnect completely and then we can go into fantasies or we can just externalize everything from our pleasure one of the things is to really help you to come back is to use your five senses. You know, how do I feel? You know, where do I feel pleasure right now? How do I want to be touched? How do I want to touch myself? And really have a look at yourself and and even look at your pussy and, you know, just really get into, you know, knowing, knowing her that, yeah, you're cool, you're beautiful, you're amazing, you know, and, and having that experience and connection and even talking to your pussy and <laughs> And hearing, yeah, I'm not kidding you. That's one of the most potent uh, processes where you can really learn that your pussy has her own wisdom. In Taoistic tradition, it's like a third brain. Mm-hmm. And uh, same goes with penises. It's genitalia has its own intellect and wisdom and consciousness. And we are so used to numbing it and not listening to it. If we try to please too much, because that's, as you mm-hmm. said, cultural conditioning, that the pleasure is not for you, it's for the man. And you then bypass what your pussy wants by just going ahead. And and that's that's when you start getting into the disconnection. Yeah. So if I were to give any advice, it would yes. be just to love yourself. Yeah. Love yourself first. I know it could be hard. It could be like, what What are you talking about? Because it took me forever. I'm less than two years on loving myself and I am 35 years old. So I know what I'm talking about. It, But it has been life changing just to love yourself and date yourself. Even, you know, even if you, are, you have a partner, you know, to date yourself, because how can you uh, expect somebody else to know what you need and what you want without you realizing for yourself. Well, absolutely. And you're talking like you're you're one of the selfishly happy revolutionaries, you know, because it's all about it starts with you. You know, every yep. time I say it starts with you, you know, love yourself first. Love yourself like you would love somebody else. I mean, this mm-hmm. is this is obviously com- completely the opposite. What they teach us: said, love your neighbor like you love love your, you know. But no, it has to happen first with you. You can't mm-hmm. do that before you've done that. 
for yourself and also do to yourself what you do to the other. So if you're pleasing others, why not start pleasing yourself first? So it's just kind of that two-way thing where we really need to be in that pleasure with ourselves. And I love your idea of dating, dating yourself. That's mm-hmm. the whole you know, having that kind of like like pleasure quest, you know, just having an adventure to your own body and to your own own what what really arouses you and turns you on and really having fun, playful sex date night with yourself. Why not? Yeah, Why not? Absolutely. <laughs> 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 so I'm I'm really interested in if you are open to this and I'm I'm going to take this now into into the next level if you like because you mm-hmm. I presume you're not married anymore. Um I I am it's just I'm in a throuple. So I have a yeah. a, a male and a female as pa- partners right now. So, yes. yes. So polyamory. Yeah. So how how does it in terms of when when you are looking at your healing journey and you said two years now you've been loving yourself. Mm-hmm. How does it how does it change the dynamic? I mean, have you been all three together for all that two years? Competition between us women, I think it has faded away. Okay. So that was something there because we are a mirror of each other. Okay. So I was expressing those feelings towards myself of like, I have to do this as an obligation. And now I have somebody to compete for the dig. <laughs> then just by loving myself and being more in the moment, it has like calmed us down in yeah. that, in that sense. So it's a lot better. Yeah, everything is about him. <laughs> but we already know and we signed the contract and we read the the fine print. But um I can express more without feeling like a competition or like we should do this. And I'm teaching her in a way because we're both too masculine. We have too much masculine energy. So we both at the same time are like learning more of the feminine energy. And it's been interesting in that matter. <laughs> so you come across quite softly spoken, you know, and and loving and kind. You know, what do you mean by having more masculine and learning to be more feminine? What what does it mean to you? For me personally, I am in the um, hustling mis- mentality when it comes to the masculine energy. Like it's all like, go, 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 let's do mm. this. We have a plan, we have a goal and everything. When it comes to the feminine energy, which I thought that it was just like putting your makeup on and like putting a, f- a, f- a facade or whatever like that. Yeah. But it's not like I've been tapping into my feminine energy just as wearing a dress to be in the house. Like I I didn't do that. Like I would just go outside. But sometimes you need a dress to do the shorts and it will help you, you know, come back and not treat it like everything is for sex. So like before, if you touch me, that was sex. So we're going to do it and let it go. But now it's more of like, ooh, how can we play with this energy before the inner core? Inner, yeah. I, intercourse, I, yeah. Intercourse, yeah. there you go, that's yeah. the word. <laughs> before the intercourse happens. So like before I wasn't into all of that because I was just about the bang, bang, bye-bye. Yeah. You know? 
We're here yeah. for a purpose. Let's get that purpose do, gone and do it. But now that it's more of the feminine, it's like, ooh, how can I play around with that energy? Maybe put a nice outfit on in yeah. bed because I wasn't doing that. You know, because once again, it was just bang, bang, bye, bye. <laughs> That's what I. Yeah, call it. I mean, it's 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 really important to to understand what what feminine and masculine energies mean for you personally, and it's, I think, one of the biggest things in the world now is that it's been a little bit misunderstood that it's it's actually about genders or gender mm -hmm. roles or. I personally love the idea that Taoistic tantric tradition teaches that we all have both energies mm -hmm. and, and uh, it's really about that as you said the masculine energy is very much about action oriented it's it's the one that has the awareness and consciousness and what to do if you like we can even think about it in a in a sort of autonomous autonomous nervous system point of view that that's the sympathetic nervous system which is the kind of when you when you have more adrenaline and you kind of uh, get up and go it's that fight flight response if you if you like um or yang energy if we're talking about yin and yang and then mm -hmm. then going into the feminine energy it's more about flowing it's more about you know having that power of of creation i mean If you want to feel more feminine or fe have that feminine energy, which is more yin, more mysterious, more, more kind of uh, creative and playful, as you say, you know, and, and if, if putting something on that really helps you to, mm -hmm. to embody that, why not? Or taking off, you know, as well, you know, I'd say, but, you know, <laughs> but it, it is that playful energy, isn't it? And it's, it's very much about flowing with the energy. And it's all all beautiful when it happens in one person, and you can just play going into yeah. the yin or yang, or you can go into the the parasympathetic nervous system of the feminine, which is more rest and relaxation, and just kind of, you know, feeling into oh, what do I like now? You know, what is it that I really, you know, would feel delicious for me at this moment? So yeah, that that sounds really, really delicious <laughs> and juicy way of looking at life. So, Francie, I'm really interested if you were open to a little process of do you, okay. do you meditate or do you do visualization exercises? Um, not really. I do more of uh, what is it called? Uh, tapping. Oh yeah, because meditation. I'm just getting used to the stillness of it. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. what I learned is because of uh, people that have gone through trauma, they need to learn how to calm their nervous system before they have to try meditation. So yeah. because I was very frustrated with myself because my last mentor is all about meditation and I couldn't get along. You know, it, it was a process that was not working for me. And it was, it was till I talked about it with my therapist that she was like, oh no, sweetie, it's not you. There's actually research that you have to calm your nervous system because you can actually trigger somebody that have gone through trauma because of meditation. And I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that. So yeah, that's why I prefer uh, um, tapping because it's like somewhat of uh, meditation because you're saying new things and things like that, but it's more active. Yes, but I, but I'm willing to try it though. I'm willing to yeah, try. Yeah, no, no, no. It's uh, it's what I, I mean. This is this is really good point actually because you don't want to go against your nervous system, and you know if you have trauma experience in your body still, you really need to 
take into account how you feel in that particular moment. And if your body says no, it's a no. You know, that's mm -hmm. end end of it. You know, it's a short story and that's it. And you try it another time uh, if if that's what you want to go down uh, with. So it's it's really something that you need to listen to your body. And I, I really want um, want to acknowledge that and validate that. Very good therapist you've had by the sound of it. Yeah. So, you know, you're very lucky. So, um, not that I, I think therapists all are not, you know, good ones, but I mean, it's just this kind of thing that yeah. sometimes, you know, people, when they're professionals, they don't always realize what you don't know, what I don't know if you go to a therapist. Yeah. So it's, it's no. kind of just having that spelled it out. It took over a decade and a few therapists before I found the one that I have right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to keep her for a minute. <laughs> and yeah. the thing is that I want to make sure, you know, that therapy too, like in mentorship, you don't have to go through like hell and back to do it. Like right now I'm doing therapy because I'm in such a great space in my life that I don't want to create chaos to sabotage that. So now I'm actually going therapy because everything is going so well in my life that I don't want to mess it up. <laughs> yeah, because you want to really consolidate what you've learned and how you've developed and how your nervous system is reacting now uh, in a say something that you felt before in your body wasn't safe. Now you're actually feeling safe, such as expressing yourself, using your voice, learning what, you know, pleasure practices and what other things work for you. So it's really important. So you've come a long way. You've done that self-awareness stuff. You've learned self-mastery and now you're learning self-expression. And I think that's a beautiful, beautiful journey and, and really a credit for, for what you're all about and how you, how you are now wanting to express it to the world and show up in the world that, Hey, you, you can have a different life. Mm -hmm. yeah and that's so, the whole thing of like showing people a roadmap at least giving them a roadmap yeah of what is possible yeah so i'm interested in in what what is it that because you mentioned that you're having these uh dates with yourself and you're learning about your own pleasure and not going the old way of you know let's do the orgasm bit now and it's it's bang bang and done so um I'm really interested if you're open to to trying this is to is to visualize what does pleasure look like to you and what do you want out of it to slow slowing even more because even though um I have slowed down a lot, I really want it like super super slow because once again I still have it in my brain like you touch me we're going to sex so <laughs> I would like yeah. to detach you know from that and just like really enjoy the process without being like oh no intercourse has to happen yeah it's very understandable i would really really have a lot of self compassion for for that nervous system of yours because it's been conditioned that way for so many years yeah. so so i think it's uh, it's good to understand that it's it's okay but now you have the opportunity because because trauma and and all these things live in the nervous system level. The good news is that you can rewire it, <laughs> so you can you can teach yourself new stuff. So what what would it mean to you if you were able to slow down even more in your pleasure? Um, just an, another level of enjoying it. Yeah, where. 
I'm detached from like what I'm supposed to do. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it because I'm not there yet, but I would love to get there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, and you will. You definitely will. <laughs> I I really uh, love the idea that you are already exploring new avenues and kind of wanted to go slow and not and having a a variety of pleasure and not the the one way that you know and your body knows oh yeah now we know what happens touch orgasm you know so it's it's that kind of thing that that uh, it it knows yeah yeah your brain says yeah we know what this means and we're actually going to have fun but now you are really you know, feeling that you want to have a diversity, if I understood you correctly, that there are other ways how you can get to your pleasure and it could be a more slow way. Mm -hmm. So do you, if you feel into that, what would it give you personally if you were able to have that? Maybe a little bit more patience. I don't know why patience just came up in my yeah. head. <laughs> yeah. But a little bit more patience. What would that mean to you to to have? How would your life change? Hmm. I don't know. Bring in a little bit more self awareness. I know that I'm very self aware now. Mm, you are, but it will take it to a different level. I believe because there's there wouldn't be no expectations. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. So you can be open in the moment more, perhaps? Yeah. Yeah. And just invite whatever comes and whatever feels good. Yeah. Without expectations. Because yeah. that's a big one. That's a big one. <laughs> the expectations. Yeah, but it is. As I said, it's it's so understandable because it's been the kind of go-to method for mm -hmm. so long. And it's been so drained into you so, so young. So yeah, sadly, no nine-year-old should have been no. uh, introduced no. to sex, especially in the wrong way. I'm, I'm, I'm really, really, truly sorry for that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So, if if you feel safe, would you would you be okay to just uh, take a few breaths and close mm -hmm. your eyes, or, or soften your eyes a little bit, and just take a moment to to arrive in this present moment now. And I'm going to guide you through a little visualization exercise where you can really feel into what it would be like to have that kind of life where you have more patience without any expectations, how the pleasure would be. So in terms of knowing that this has already happened, how would you, what would you see that would give you the the indication that you already have that kind of patience and pleasure that is not having any expectations and you're really in that moment. How can, what, what are you seeing that will give you the idea that it's already happened? I feel just like a calm because I, I feel myself like too hyper, mm. I would say. So I would say like more calmness. And that's a sensation in your body. That's how yes. you feel. Yeah. Yeah. Can you see any other people around you? And what would what would they be doing if you if you had this non expectation patient type of pleasure in yourself? 
or is there some particular are you in a particular place that's the part that i'm like all over the place and that's why you can't you can't see yeah Yeah. no it's like a lot of images i'm between puerto rico and my partners yeah that's good that's good you're being in the moment you are really being here and there and Mm -hmm. is there something that you can hear is there something that they're saying to you or are you hearing something that really will give you the indication that you are already arrived into that space of new pleasure for you? Yeah, like I said, like I'm like in between because like I can hear the rain for Rico and just enjoying good food. <laughs> yeah, what kind of food? What kind of food is good? What what do you taste? Oh my goodness, a coconut. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> just yes. sitting on my mom's porch, just drinking a coconut. Uh-huh. And what can you smell? The rain. The rain. Yeah. That's true pleasure right there. Wow. Yeah. So there is a lot of lot of beauty in there. Nature and the rain and the coconut and uh being in Puerto Rico and your current partners being with you as well, and you're feeling so, so calm. Is there anything in your body or mind that has an objection to this pleasure, having this pleasure? Can you feel any unpleasant sensations in your body or do you hear any any voice, negative voice that says something to you or do you have any negative emotion rising up? Just like it's not real <laughs> because like feeling the stillness and calmness in Puerto Rico, that's like impossible because there's okay. so much going on in Puerto Rico as always. <laughs> so do you do you feel that in somewhere particular in your body? Pit of my stomach. Can you locate it a bit further perhaps? Mm. No, I could. I just like on top of my stomach, you know, like between ribs and organs. <laughs> I don't know yeah, so like you. solar plexus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if you breathe into that now, just just take a few deep breaths into, just breathe into that solar plexus. And if you want, you can even, you know, sound. How does that solar plexus sound on the exhale? Or if you need to move, you're very welcome to move. But just keep breathing, just taking gentle breaths into that solar plexus. Into that between your ribs, on top of your organs. And if you feel safe, could you ask from that solar plexus, why does it not want you to have that calmness? It just feels unreal. Is there something that your stomach would really need right now? No, I don't know how to say. I don't know how to. It's okay. Yeah, that's when it comes to overthinking, and I'm like very active right now with my body. It's okay. Do you need to move? Do you want to move a little bit? I I've been just like rubbing myself because I yeah. I go into self judgment of like I'm not doing it right. I can't. Yeah, you're doing in, absolutely uh, fine. Yeah, you're so, doing it okay. Yeah. <laughs> you're doing it beautifully, really beautifully. How does your your stomach feel now? Can you 
if you take breaths breaths in into that does it yeah no the tightness did move though yeah. yeah the tightness that i was feeling at the beginning yeah it did move yeah is there some part of you that could really see this part of you in your belly in your stomach and send it a lot of love where do you feel your love in your body normally or my right heart. now Yeah, yeah just yeah <laughs> my heart. would you would you would you be able to put one hand on your heart and one hand on that stomach area and just just doing really gentle really soft breaths into there and just just sending love it's all okay just really gentle soft breaths and so much love It's safe to be calm. It is okay to be calm. It is safe to have pleasure for yourself. It is okay to voice what you want. Yeah, wow, that hit me hard. It's like I just seen everybody just hugging me. And it's like the understanding of my two worlds colliding. And that, that, that is okay. I can feel so much love in here. Yeah, like I really want to cry right now because I'm like, oh, like I'm in it. And just seeing like everything that I worked so hard for, it's like it's here. Just enjoy it. So beautiful. And if you want to cry, it's okay. It's very welcome. Yeah. Yeah, the resistance comes in, but yeah, thank you yeah. for that. Because yeah. I didn't know that it was more of the two worlds colliding mm. and like having the the thing. Oh, sorry. Doctors <laughs> came and visit. Oh, I know. He obviously, he or she, you know, felt that you needed some comfort. See yes. how much love <laughs> coming your way, even from the external world. Oh, beautiful dog. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, how no, are you feeling? You. How are you feeling now? Thank you. Yeah, because that was more of like all the stress in between families and things like that. Sorry. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> so much joy coming as well. Door yeah. Because I have to go. And, uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> the dog just came in. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's quite an insight for you, really, that, that it's the two worlds, because you live in the States now, don't you? Yes. Yeah. And it's it's really that kind of pull when we when we live between two countries and, you know, have that dual nationality or and or even um, all that it means because everything is crazy with my partners and it's sexual and it's outgoing and we're very open and we're okay whereas Puerto Rico is a different life you're supposed to get married and have kids and have uh a close household where nobody gets in and things like that so just seeing the both world colliding and me being calm in it and not being pressured or judged you know because of my family and things like that so 
Like it, it, I know that it can be possible. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. And I think I think Being one myself. of the things is 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 that it, it exists in your nervous system, and now that if you have the sense or sensation or feeling in your nervous system that it's possible to stay calm in that and have your pleasure, to have your life that you want, and to be able to to not have any expectations. If you can have that experience in your nervous system, because your brain doesn't understand time. So it doesn't understand that, oh, it can't be real. It's something that you can teach your nervous system in very simple somatic exercises like this, that you can really start teaching that, yes, it's okay, it's safe. I can be calm, even though I'm in the middle of this like typhoon mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, whirlpool, you know, that there's all these expectations and all these different things and you can still be calm. And that way your your brain starts to, and your nervous system starts to really understand that it's, it's, it's okay, it can be done. And little by little, your, your life starts going into that direction because you're not having that objection anymore so strongly. So I would really invite you to connect your heart and your stomach by just simply placing your hands on there and taking breaths in there and just remember to send love, so much love and safety and sense of belonging that it's okay to, to stay calm with all of this without any expectation and so much pleasure. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> oh, I love that dog. That dog is so, so <laughs> your doggy, you know, wanting you to be happy and and bringing you so much pleasure. Thank you so much, Rancy, for coming this. Do you, do you have any, just to integrate this, do you, how do you feel now and how, yeah, how oh, do you feel Oh, no, now? like a superwoman right now, I'm ready. <laughs> You know, because I did just woke up and so my nervous system was all over the place. So to be able to calm it for the day, you yeah. know, and having a different energy to take it to do yeah. the things that I need to do. So thank you. Yeah. And you can do it. You know, you can maintain that calmness. Yeah. That's so beautiful. Thank you so much for your brave braveness your vulvaciousness that you you really wanted to share this this quite quite difficult and and traumatic and painful very unfair in so many ways story of yours and how you've overcome it and how you're really consciously moving forward in your own mm-hmm. pleasure path and healing path but also showing up for other people and and sharing in your podcast. What's your podcast called? Uh, Life with Francie, where mm. I talk about mental health, self-love, self-care, trauma, hobbies, and more. Yeah. Brilliant. So <laughs> yeah, I'll put, put the link in the show notes, but uh, thank you so much for coming today and uh, a and lot, of, lot of love and respect for your journey. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Our conversation on my podcast about you, if they want to check it out, it's just uh, Life with Anne Bland. Um, And then just the conversation with you. I mean, our connection is going to be forever. (laughs) Yes, indeed. I I feel the same. And I'm so happy to see you again. Six months have gone really quickly. Right. uh, we'll, We'll keep in touch. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. It, It was an honor to be on your podcast. Thank you so much for coming.
That was Francie from Life with Francie podcast. I had a very pleasure to meet six months ago on her own podcast and now she came here and I really want to acknowledge that this might have been a, a triggering episode and if you felt like it it really touched you in a way that is not feeling safe in your body, please contact somebody and don't suffer on your own. You can also message me and I'm I'm able to help you at least to direct you somewhere else if I can't help you. Thank you very much for listening and my name is Anne Bland, your tantric sex and relationship coach and the host of this podcast called Tantric Sex for Lovers and Others. <laughs>